Hi, this is Jen with Bright Families. Today we're talking about other causes that can make your cycles irregular. Now, anemia is a big one. It tends to make cycles regular, but not the normal regular. By that I mean you'll tend to have a 35 to 40, 45 day cycle, but it's pretty reliable. Or you have a cycle every month, but it's very light. So it's out of the ideal, but it's still reliable. For some people though, other factors like drinking too much coffee, traveling, changing time zones, losing sleep, getting very stressed, will change their ovulation or change how much they eat, which will then change their ovulation. So for some people, if they get a really busy week right after their period finishes, when their body would be ramping up for ovulation, that can delay their ovulation. If they travel during that week after their period, that may delay the next ovulation. Or if you were about to ovulate and suddenly you become very stressed or travel, some people get breakthrough bleeding. If you forget to eat, if you get sick, your hormones can dip enough that the lining which had begun to form will then start to shed. So that's another reason that your cycles can be not what you expect. And you just have to kind of learn what the stressors are for you that make the biggest difference. I always tell the girls in health classes that there were people who had a period every single month in, you know, prison camps. But that's not how most people work. Most people's cycles are not that reliable. And Many women will lose their cycles under stress or under conditions of not getting enough to eat or extreme weight loss. But there are people whose cycles you could set a clock by almost no matter what is going on in their life. And then there's the majority of women where it's not quite that regular, especially when I'm talking to teens. The whole system is not usually a tight minute by minute well-organized system in the first few years that you're running your cycles. I tell girls it's normal for your cycles to be irregular the first couple of years. If they haven't settled into a somewhat regular pattern after two years, then you should look at these other factors. So when I'm speaking with college girls, by that point, it should be in some kind of regular pattern. But college girls have this other thing going on called the dorm effect, which started out as kind of an urban myth. Like, oh, that couldn't be real. That sounds too woo-woo. And then somebody did some research and said, no, this really is a thing. When girls are in a dorm room situation, their cycles often end up aligning. And when I talked to a group of college girls recently, one of the girls said they were actually like two period packs. And most of the girls were on one cycle and the rest of the girls were two weeks off. And so many of the girls describe that their cycles will be regular when they're at home in the summer. And then the first cycle or two after they come back to college in the fall, their cycles are not coming when they would expect them to. And then they compare notes with their dorm mates and find out that their cycles have all kind of lined up. So why would this happen? Well, we don't know completely, but people do kind of radiate hormones as they're going through their cycle. And that seems to signal something 
about lining up cycles. It's not super clear what the advantage would be of having all the women fertile at the same time in a modern society, but there it is. Also in college, girls tend to share clothes. So I don't think it's just a question of being in the same dorm. They're in pretty close physical proximity. Many of the girls are very affectionate with each other. They give each other hugs. They're sharing shoes. They're sharing scarves. They're sharing dresses. Especially if it's that girl that's the very average sized, very normal sized girl who has a very stylish wardrobe and she's generous, she might end up sharing her clothes throughout the dorm all the time. So talk about a way to mix up the hormones, right? You're wearing someone's scarf that was on their neck. They're not going to wash it every time someone wears it. College students are usually not so fussy about that sort of thing. So you are getting the hormonal signals from whoever's clothes you're borrowing, and you're all doing this to each other around the dorm. Meanwhile, if you have a bunch of girls who don't share clothes and aren't in such close proximity, their cycles may never quite line up. With me and my daughters, I think we're cycling in the same half of the month, but they never seem to line up precisely. But we also don't share clothes because we're all slightly different sizes, and we each sleep in a different room. So we're not getting the dorm room effect, even though we're in the same house. So hopefully this clarifies a couple more reasons that a cycle can be irregular. And they might be somewhat out of your control, but just so you know what's going on, it's nice to know, oh yeah, too much coffee, too much travel, too much stress, exam week, or coming back to college, or moving in with new roommates after college, any of those things can change your cycle temporarily. But overall, in the big picture, it should be coming more or less every month in spite of whatever's going on. And hopefully over time, if you take good care of yourself, sleep when you can, rest when you can, get the right amount of exercise, eat a good diet, then your body becomes a little more resilient to these various factors that could disrupt your cycle. All right, this is Jen with Bright Families. Take care.